Welcome to the Sweet Brain Podcast. Welcome. <laughs> I'm Sandra. I'm Lemon. Yes, like the fruit. <laughs> Is it a fruit? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's so spicy. <laughs> Wouldn't be were, a vegetable. <laughs> weren't you the one who told me that fruits, they fruit from things? Mm. And vegetables, like, grow in the ground, basically. No, I don't think I Okay, that. well... Um, <laughs> I don't think that's true either. Because, <laughs> well, like, peppers are mm-hmm. fruits. Because they fruit from... Um, semantics <laughs> no i you know what this i was just having this conversation with someone else though also and i was like isn't it when like isn't it because there's seeds on the inside that it makes it a fruit because that's why people yeah think i have heard that fruits. but tomatoes also come from flowers but i was trying to think about how broccolis grow there are flowers on broccoli but i think the broccolis sprout into flowers so but they grow in the ground hmm. and you might be right <laughs> actually <laughs> I'm not a vegetable doctor. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Well, welcome. <laughs> yes. um, how was uh how was your week? Um this what day is it? It's Wednesday? So so first it's good. Thursday. Fuck dude. Oh wait, it is <sighs> sorry. <laughs> I was like, fuck, I have a flight tomorrow. Like, I have to be somewhere on Friday. <laughs> I was supposed to leave like yesterday. <laughs> I don't have my plane ticket yet. It's like, oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, well, yes, t- today's Wednesday, so. Okay, so today's Wednesday. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> no, it's been good. I've been super excited about this. We've been talking about it for a while. I'm very excited we're here. And we're Me doing too. <laughs> uh, uh, yes. How's your week been? Well, I feel like I, uh, a lot of this week, have been fighting... <laughs> Or what do you call it? Uh, eradicating limiting beliefs. Oh, <laughs> <That's> so intense <laughs> about about like content creation and how I like want to break into this this world. Yeah. And I'm just you know I'm like, can I do it? Should I do it? Mm. <laughs> and I feel like the fact that we're just like here now is proof that. Mm-hmm. I can do it. <laughs> we Honestly, can do it. Fuck yeah. I am totally on board with that. And yeah. um yes, I agree. I've also spent a lot of time doing it. I'd love to hear about that for you. I literally uh before, after my meeting today I like put in my headphones and I laid in my bed. I listened to this um hypnosis for confidence and success. <laughs> Ooh, hypnosis. <laughs> yeah. <We're>, uh, <laughs> I like, you actually get hypnotized. <laughs> you know. I'm not entirely sure. But yes, because I like I have spent so much time thinking about content creation and the stuff that I have posted and made on Instagram, or mm-hmm. and the st- all the stuff that I haven't made is I guess also what I think about a lot, and I I think that's why it's been so exciting to also come here and do this with you because I'm like oh it's like this this person that I adore and admire and like I think there's a different energy going into it with another person mm-hmm. absolutely and, yeah so has your has your your eradication gone well how how is that i guess i mean i feel like when i'm in those ruts i just have to listen to positive words Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i also have to like remember to zoom out and just remind myself that you know we're on this big old stupid rock for however long so like why (laughs) worry about not 
doing what we can while we can. So, mm-hmm. yes, <laughs> yes, <laughs> gulp. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm also sick. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm trying to, like, today I was thinking about, especially after my meeting, which was wonderful, showing up, like, messy and imperfect and, but still just showing up. Like, mm-hmm. you don't have to have it together. You don't have to have it all figured out. But as long as you show up, then it's good, good enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's, it's been really um, important for me to remind myself that I am exactly where I need to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Big sigh. <laughs> yeah, so you literally told that to me the other day. Yeah. 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 Exactly. I was like having a meltdown. I, know, I feel like we tell each other a lot of things that we also need to hear. So we're just like, yes. Yeah. Having a meltdown in the bowling alley. Yeah. She, she like comes up to me and like is like being really sweet and then grabs me on the arms and like looks into my eyes and she's like you're exactly where you need to be like all this really nice stuff and I was like crying like thank you. We also like drunk too. I don't know. <laughs> But you know, we ordered a giant fishbowl. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, yep. For four people. <laughs> cute. Cute, 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 cute. Cool. So today's topic, we have a bunch of different topics that we're really excited about, and the one that we were thinking about doing today: current dating climate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> cool. <I'm> excited. <laughs> I mean, this whole thing's exciting, but this one, I don't know. I want to I wanna hear and talk, and I don't know. That's why we're here. Anyway. Um. She's like, you'll, you'll have a lot to say on this. And I'm like, yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> why unfortunately? I mean, like, eh, hmm. <laughs> dating is, I feel like it's supposed to be fun, and it's become... Well, like, for reference, I'm not in the dating pool. I've been in a long-term relationship now for a while. But Mm -hmm. from my friends' experiences, it sounds like everybody's just riddled with fear. Mm. (laughs) With fear of, like, rejection or doing something wrong and being criticized for it. And Mm -hmm. it's like the fear of being loved too (laughs) (laughs) yeah no i think that it is also totally has to do with like your perspective and how you approach it i find that like i'm stressed out a lot by it you know and i also think that other people are stressed out a lot by it and that is a lot of that like the flavors of fear and of rejection and how commentary about how it's changed so there's a lot of like situationships is a big one instead of like partnerships or like people not totally communicating stuff um like their desires and boundaries and needs and wants it makes sense that it's there's a lot of like fear going into it i think that the fear of being loved is has always been an interesting concept to me because i wonder if it's really the fear of being loved or if it's really that the fear is like no one is actually going to like love and see you wholeheartedly and intimately and genuinely because that seems way fucking scarier to Mm. me and i feel like maybe that's connected to the fear of losing love Mm. you know what if this doesn't work out Mm -hmm. what if this isn't forever what does that say about me and what i deserve and (laughs) it's really yeah (laughs) 
I mean, like I've been there, so I feel like mm -hmm. it's very, um, it's very real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was listening to the Lovers and Friends podcast. I don't know if you know of it, but it's hosted by Shan Boudram or Shan Booty, which is one of my favorite <laughs> sexologists. That was fun. <laughs> I don't know if I have listened to um, it. She has been on uh, Too Hot to Handle. <laughs> mm. um, oh, yes, yes. I yeah. know who it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As a, as a sex expert not as a contestant oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah no. that's a good clarification yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's awesome she comes in and does all these like really mm -hmm. fun interesting like intimacy workshops yeah and she's hot and, <laughs> i know and she's really hot <laughs> i wasn't gonna say it first but if you say it it's fine <laughs> if i say it's fine because well, i was like mm, yeah that hot and i was like no no <laughs> wait <laughs> It's true, though. <laughs> it is. <laughs> but uh, one of her recent episodes was titled Dating in Your 20s, parentheses, is for dummies. Oh, no. <laughs> and and uh, she touches on how a lot of people these days seem to be afraid of the abilities that come with dating. And, and by abilities, she meant uh, responsibility for mm -hmm. other people's feelings or accountability for other people's expectations of you mm -hmm. or agreeability for being able to put somebody else's happiness or needs above your own at times. And there are a lot of people who just end up over-promising and under-delivering. And mm -hmm. she said... That it seemed to have a lot to do with the fact that, well, a few points, but one of them was that people don't seem to know how to balance independence and inclusion and being able to recognize when they are in a place of independence or inclusion and being able to communicate that to say, I need people right now. I want to be included. I want to feel like I belong. I mm. want to be held. Yeah. <laughs> and it's also perfectly fine to say I'm in a place of independence where I am being selfish and I want to do me and I don't really have the capacity to take care of other people. Yeah. And a lot of people, I, they don't know how to balance those or communicate or recognize. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There was another part, too. I'm blanking on it, but... <laughs> okay. Well, I was like, you need to take your time. This is <laughs> yeah. all very interesting. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, she did say, though, that the um, the PW Research Center studied that the prime age in America for getting married is 28. Oh, my fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. You're like, oh, <laughs> wait. I'm late. Jack's watch. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. My I birthday mean, is in, like, two weeks. <laughs> I have to get married now. <laughs> I mean, like, do, do you want to get married? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yes. <laughs> yes? Okay. Um <laughs> We'll get back to that. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> but, like, yeah. A, that's like a, a whole can of worms. Yes. <laughs> We're talking about like the trials and tribulations of dating <laughs> yeah, right now. And I'm like, yeah, I do want to get married, actually. <laughs> actually. Like, that's why it's so fucking hard oh. out here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of marriage, the, the other <laughs> point 
<laughs> the other point was that people um, don't know how to differentiate dating with intention versus dating with a destination. And that's like, yeah. <laughs> you know, totally saying I want to date to get married mm-hmm. or I want to date to be learn to become a better lover mm-hmm. and a good partner. And, yeah. You know. Yes, I like that. I think that brings up a really good point. And, it's, and also, like, dating um, for the experience of it. Like, even if it's, even if you don't see a future with this person that you're with, like, maybe I'm not going to marry the person I'm seeing, but, like, still cultivating intention and, and appreciation in that relationship. Mm-hmm. I think all of that's super interesting. And sometimes people, like, communicate what they want and then there's like that difference with behavior versus actions and then there's also the and I know I have trouble with this sometimes if someone is like I don't want to officially date you but I like want to be around you spend time with you you know Mm -hmm. like I want to be involved with you I'm like but what if I do this? Like, Mm -hmm. maybe you'll want me to be your girlfriend if I do all these cool things or like, I don't know. Uh, So then there's the other part part of like respecting what people say Mm -hmm. also. Yeah. Even if their actions feel different from what they have requested, I think it's important to really kind of acknowledge and respect the verbalized request. I have a lot of trouble with that because I'm like, it seems like we're dating. And then yeah. it's, like, and then it's like, no, we're still not dating. I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm very guilty of that. <laughs> I think with that, a lot of people don't see situationships or friends with benefits or fuck buddies or sort of casual relationships within that realm as relationships that need a relationship structure or like that yes they're not a relationship style just because it's not like a monogamous relationship or like exclusive or like you know yes they think that it it can be like devoid of responsibility because (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's not a you know (laughs) you're not my boyfriend like Mm -hmm. right no, I, I think that's, that is, uh, like, nail on the head. And that's something that I was thinking about when you were talking about the abilities. I was like, okay. Or sort of, it was, like, loosely in my mind, but you said it perfectly. There's the, the lack of expectation or, like, well, I've already expressed that, like, I don't want to be your official partner, so I'm going to then remove myself from all responsibility and all care and, like, the communication and the effort that I would put in um, with someone who was my partner. But, like... It's still a relationship. There's still another person that you're dealing with. I think it is... There's, I guess, a couple things. I think it is unfair to then treat someone as if it's not a relationship, because it is, and then it is an opportunity also to have growth and practice communication or whatever you might want to learn and grow in and be show up as a better partner for someone else. And not giving it the importance or the time of day, I think, is, like, a disservice Mm -hmm. in some ways. Because you can still have a nice, safe, communicative, productive, more casual relationship. But it's still a relationship. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can still respect somebody. Yeah. (laughs) You commit to them. Yeah, right. (laughs) I think that is, like, actually one of the most frustrating things. Like, Mm. that, I think, is the thing that gets me. Yeah. 
that is like, oh, what I don't understand sometimes. Because, and also, like, I've done that plenty of times. Like, I can be a fuckboy. I've been there, <laughs> you know? Um, and I've made, like, a far more diligent effort to not do that because it's hurtful. <laughs> and and I've hurt a lot of people's feelings. <laughs> so, um, yeah, at some point, it's like learning how to be a, a better partner, a better person, and have more respect for the people that you're seeing. But I think that is something that I feel frustrated with with my dating experiences and then I think it also comes down to what you were saying with the oh inclusion inclusion versus independence yeah um and the balance of it because like you can still respect someone and then also request your space you know, it doesn't have to be like, oh, I'm going to ghost them for yeah. a couple of weeks and then be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> like, mm. <laughs> The leading with fear thing makes me think about, it kind of makes me think of that like episode of Friends where, <laughs> where Monica and Chandler were, they first started dating and they had, oh, um, weird. <laughs> <laughs> did you know do you not know about that no, okay, I don't well, I don't well, like it either. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the idea of them dating but it's fine <laughs> yeah but they, anyways I'm sorry they, you know Chandler didn't have any experience dating many people mm-hmm. and they had their first fight and he was like okay cool so this is just done then and she was like no like yeah. no we're, we just had a fight and like that's Mm-hmm. not the end of the world it's not the end of the relationship and I feel like a lot of people these days are really afraid of constructive criticism or fucking up mm-hmm. <laughs> or just being told that they've like done something wrong mm-hmm. or just being corrected when you know maybe it's a communication issue on like both ends because I do feel like people have to practice being able to confront their partners or like put them in their place without provoking their ego but when somebody tells you like hey you've overstepped my boundary or Mm -hmm. disrespected me and or like made me uncomfortable and I would like that to change I feel like a lot of the time that can be received as wow like why are you blowing up at me or Mm. like just like why are you freaking out or yeah you know kind of gaslighty or just sad like oh I did something wrong like this must mean this isn't gonna work yeah no I think I think that's like a super real thing that you have to learn how to communicate it's a it's a muscle like going to the gym or like whatever you practice it's a it's a practice um and sometimes with the communication it does feel like, oh, it's not going to work. It's like, it's ruined or like, we're not compatible, something like that. I have reframed it in my mind as like, the first time you have a fight with your person is like a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. It's a relationship milestone <laughs> because like, you're going to fight with everybody. You know, yeah. if you start enough time with someone, you're it's inevitable. Yeah. You're going to do it. And um, I'm like, okay, it's an opportunity to learn and to grow and to see how they fight to see how you fight in that circumstance like to see what happens so instead of it and I have to remind myself of this whenever like I get into like a little tiff with someone that I'm like you know it's not like the end of the world and it's not like fuck them fuck me like the, everything's ruined it's like okay this is just like a place of learning and growth um and it's like sticky and complicated mm-hmm. but definitely practice I think you 
inspire me a lot with the way that you communicate. I really, really enjoy it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> I don't know. I, I've really been been trying to be clear with the people in my life that when I let you know my boundaries, that means that I trust you mm. and that I respect you and that I think that you are an emotionally responsible enough person to hold this relationship with me mm-hmm. and that's what I hope for everyone <laughs> <laughs> I love that I think that's really a really beautiful way to frame that um and I heard something once online and I was like I don't know it's kind of cheesy but someone wanting to enforce boundaries or like expressing their boundaries is trying to connect with you, not trying to push you away. It's because they want to remain in connection with you and are trying to figure out how to do it in a way that feels like good and healthy for them. Um, instead of it being like this scary, like I've done something wrong. I'm bad, like mm-hmm. reaction to it. So yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. I, I really like knowing other people's boundaries too, because it's, it's very helpful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and is it, I would rather know also, you know, instead yeah. of just like sitting here fucking wondering about <laughs> things, please tell me. <laughs> yeah. Please. <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah. Don't just end up pissed off at me for mm-hmm. no reason and not letting me know why. Yes. Which brings me back to think about casual relationships. Mm-hmm. Uh, something I have experienced is... I think in committed relationships, there's more of a commitment to talking things out, working things through, and like thinking about this in the context of casual relationships. When you're in a committed relationship, I think there's more, oh, like I was just saying, yes, of the commitment to working through things, to communicating, to like seeing your your partner's side, and to like being resolved that you will have conflicts, but with the understanding that you're coming back to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, as to where, like, I've had experiences with dating where it's like there's something happening for someone. Like, let's say I've done something and someone is upset, but like doesn't tell me. So I've like crossed crossed a boundary or a line or some comfortability. Then it's not communicated to me, and then like they'll just disappear, mm-hmm. and then they'll come back when they're like more settled. Mm-hmm. You know, when they've worked through it, and I'm sitting there like going over every interaction like oh my god what have I done like can bring out the anxious attachment style for me a lot of Mm -hmm. like then I like reach out and I want to like try to fix it and Mm -hmm. I'm like I don't know how I don't know what's happening um and so I think that's like that is something I have found pretty frustrating with casual dating currently the Mm -hmm. dating climate uh My, I, I don't know why my mind is blank. <laughs> oh, dude, you know what? That happens to me all the time. I'm always like, oh, I have a thought. And I'm like, no, I don't. So, oh. <laughs> Literally no thought. As soon as I am like, yeah, yeah, it's my turn. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> I literally was <clears throat> thinking about that with this because I was like, man, that happens all the time. And I was like, I fucking hope that I don't come and like sit here with you. And you're like, you're like sitting here and you're like, mm, I have all these beautiful thoughts as you do. And then I'm just like. Uh, uh, cool, great. Uh, You're nothing going on. Uh, I mean, honestly, <laughs> obviously, you know, this is like a, an audio platform, but I kind of prefer people sitting with 
what's been said versus just Mm -hmm. versus I guess the flip side of like jumping in just to say something without like Mm -hmm. having processed the the conversation yes but I agree with you I actually was telling my therapist that about our podcast and about you and I was like something I really appreciate about talking with Lemon is how I feel like there's a lot of room to like sit and just kind of process things and like have a slower pace and that's really comforting for me mm-hmm. I like that a lot too. yeah <laughs> so, so that's fine you take your time <laughs> <That's fine>. <laughs> I have definitely been anxiously attached before mm. oh yeah and are you would you say you're not now sorry to cut off I your train of thought i'm just like mm-hmm. <laughs> tell me more i honestly i feel like i um have grown into more of a secure attachment style and like mm-hmm. i don't know enough about psychology to like self-diagnose i feel <laughs> but like <laughs> mm-hmm. i do feel like i see people now with anxious attachment styles and I see that I don't exhibit those qualities anymore Mm. or like have those same feelings or reactions anymore. Mm -hmm. And I can understand, I think I can definitely like not being in that headspace anymore or like maybe as frequently anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I'm able to empathize with when somebody is, you know, triggered by that and i i can like be like hey this is this is what's up oh camera took poopy so yeah the camera died okay so here we are together <laughs> this one finally i had to hide my feet because i was like no yeah no, no free, free feet no. yeah here, I put them put up. <laughs> immediately <laughs> <laughs> we know we know who watches these kinds of things <laughs> gonna end up on wiki feet <laughs> Mm. I wonder. I, I sometimes mean to check if I'm on there, but I always forget. But isn't that like it's like if you're important? Oh uh, yeah, I guess if, if you're you important, to, you have to be important of some sort of famous. I get, yeah, I guess it's for like celebrity feed, but like we're about to be on wiki feed yeah, after this podcast. <laughs> the, the glow up. <laughs> The real glove is when you get on WikiFeed, you know you made it. Oh my god. I am the dream. Oh. Someone's dream for sure. I'm crying. I know, me too. I fucked up my makeup. It's fine. Oh boy. <clears throat> Zen? <laughs> <laughs> this is just um, fine. It's fine. one this, of our laughing fits it's fine yeah <laughs> you know this is like for everyone out there this is what it's like when we hang out like all the time yeah. <laughs> it's just always like 
what's <laughs> what's happening <laughs> what? even sometimes like when there's other like new people there it's, it's i don't know it's just like a bunch of giggles and people are like y'all just giggle a bunch <laughs> the whole time we're like yeah yeah just <laughs> essentially <laughs> so welcome <laughs> i mean doesn't i like i don't know la- isn't laughing like it's <clears throat> a life force or something <laughs> i don't know it's, it'll like keep us further away from death yes. actually <laughs> we've gained years on our life now <laughs> um, beautiful <laughs> um so is there anything that you wanted to continue with that thought before the camera had died or do you feel complete there like what's tell, tell me what's happening for you with that what's happening <laughs> well uh, uh yeah honestly i um yeah my mind went blank when the camera died. yeah ditto that's why so, i was like do you want to say anything it's, um it's totally fine if we move on so sorry to anybody who wanted to hear more about that yeah you know maybe maybe some other day <laughs> we'll, we'll go back and rewatch it and then we'll make a whole episode yeah. just to finish that well then what am I thinking about? Oh, we've been talking a lot about communication and casual relationships, talking about, like, the current dating climate. Um, an experience that I had was that uh, I think I'm, like, just so everyone thinks about it. <laughs> Including myself. I had a mirror. Like, look myself in the <laughs> eye and be like, yo, direct communication is actually really important. Um, and, like making sure you're on the same page, even if it is a casual relationship, and having explicit communication, even around things that are uncomfy. So I was like, so we're not sleeping with other people, basically, is how it went, because that's what I thought was happening. Um, and then the person was like, no, I have bet I have been sleeping with other people. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, oh, my. Oh, my God. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. Like, I didn't think that's what was happening. Um, and so I think that was, like, an experience that had thrown me th- through the loop. And I was just like, wow. Like, I have not been inquiring about this conversation because I had based it off of my behavior and what I wanted versus just, like, very explicitly checking in. And then I did, and I was like, this is not the answer I wanted. <laughs> I didn't like that. Mm-hmm. And then we got in a fight, which wasn't, like, the best way that that could have resolved. So, you know, more more to be learned about better communication in general anyways. But just thinking about that, like, even with your casual relationships, having uncomfortable conversations with the people that you're around, the people you're sleeping with, whether that's, like, a conversation for your sexual well-being or for your emotional well-being or your mental well-being, um... They're important to have so you know what's happening and so you can be on the same page. And then it also gives an opportunity um, if you want to, if you're like cool with it or not cool with it, then you get to decide if you want to stay or if there's like adjustments that you're both willing to like make to come back into connection. Um, Oh, sorry. Yes. Just thinking about like importance of communicating with any person that you're mm-hmm. in relationship with even if it is more casual mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i agree i mean, yeah. i love those moments so when all you can say is like i agree you know <laughs> it's like you phrased that perfectly <laughs> i agree yeah. Uh, yeah i think the older i've gotten and the more relationships i've had you know romantic or platonic like relationships in general I've just seen 
how proper communication opens doors mm-hmm. and it's really cool yeah. <laughs> it's cool to see all the things that you can accomplish with somebody when you know how to articulate how to have the relationship <laughs> yes yeah totally right and the, i mean even like a less important example is like every time i watch a scary movie i'm like if you had just communicated properly or like a rom-com or something it's like if you just had one conversation this whole fucking plot line you wouldn't even be in distress y'all would be fine y'all would be chilling or not but like it would have resolved the whole thing so i think about that all the time in movies but it is also applicable to like real life i mean more than one conversation often it's like a lot of conversations and like learning how to communicate with that specific person and Mm -hmm. learning how to be a responsible communicator as well yeah like you were saying earlier um but yes it's really like it opens so many doors and i think it has helped me think about it from um you versus i when we're in conflict to you and i versus a conflict Mm -hmm. uh so that framing really helps me think of like we're we're the same team we're the mm-hmm. same team yeah, <laughs> and ultimately yeah. like we want to stay connected yeah you know it's not like it's, you're wrong or i'm wrong or yeah most of the time sometimes someone is like definitely wrong mm-hmm. but and it's not me <laughs> <laughs> it couldn't be me <laughs> um but yeah i think it's also just kind of it's it's fun to learn about people's communication styles mm-hmm. and it kind of like it's like an addition to your tool belt you know yeah, <laughs> like no, it totally is love languages apology languages Ooh, um, mm, juicy important like, we'll have to go over juicy, yeah <laughs> yeah it's, ooh, it's so <laughs> interesting <laughs> yeah just like mm-hmm. it's it makes you feel like you're conquering life you know right instead of like life conquering you Mm -hmm. yeah i think something that i've i have felt really good about and learned is like that i'm not at the mercy of someone else or the universe or like you know whatever i'm like oh my god i'm the master of my own universe i'm the (laughs) captain of my own ship yeah yeah that it does feel like a useful thing to have in your tool belt Mm -hmm. yeah I did want to ask you, <laughs> I guess we're, yes. this, is, this is me abruptly moving on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so have you used dating apps? Oh my God. How, yeah. how much? <laughs> like, yes. What, what's your experience with them? Oh man. Okay. So I have some thoughts on dating apps. Um, I have used them. I have used them on and off for forever there's like a cat comes out from like from the drum set or something that's oh real cute <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways um yes so been on and off of them um and I think that, like, I've had a lot of different experiences with them. And I go on them more than I meet people on them. Like, the last time I met someone from Dating App was, like, a year ago. Hmm. About a year ago. Okay. Yeah. And I think when I was younger, I used to meet people more from, like, OkCupid. 
yes because i found that like seemed the most personable Mm -hmm. um that those are more like sites right like you can write out a a bigger profile yes yeah Yeah. i think because it was like a bigger profile it seemed more yeah more like person oriented versus Mm -hmm. like if you saw my tinder profile it's like photos and like three lines yeah like three words not even lines yeah probably I think that's what's on it. I don't know. Um, And a lot of people have stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I think that, like, depending... And it's so interesting, because depending upon the dating app that you use, they're, like, meant for something else. Like, Tinder's apparently the one for fucking. Hmm. Um, It's either Hinge or Bumble that, like, promotes, like, you know, you're supposed to delete this app. (laughs) (laughs) They all sort of say that, but, like... But Hinge, Hinge and Bumble, I think, are more relationship oriented apps mm. i don't abide by any of these rules and people are constantly mad at me i think on them because i'm like i just i'm like on tinder and i'm like l- looking for just friends and they're like why are you on tinder if you're not trying to fuck and i'm oh, like yeah. i just want to make friends like yeah. what uh, <laughs> um so it's interesting these like kind of unspoken rules that people all seem to understand for a while i was like I was asking people, I was like, is Tinder actually just for fucking? Because, like, people seem to be upset with me on there because I'm, like, not trying to fuck people. And they're like, what do you mean? Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God. So there are these actual little social oh. rules around them. Mm. And then, what is it? Hint, is it Hinge and Bumble where the woman has to message first? I don't know. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> I've only <clears throat> ever tried Tinder once, mm-hmm. like, four years ago for <laughs> two weeks and nothing came of it so um <laughs> it's you know it's messy I, it can be real messy yeah. um i like them because i think that it allows an access to people that you wouldn't necessarily have um met if not you know like what are the chances of of meeting these people i think it expands um your dating pool and i'm a big fan of that mm-hmm. I think a lot of people do have the criticism of it being super shallow because of all the swiping and mm-hmm. it like, I know I've heard some people talk about that it kind of like triggers your brain like addiction does mm-hmm. and it provides like dopamine, dopamine or something. Yeah. I'm, like a, I'm like a rat touching a lever. Right. Sorry. That's yeah. a, I always imagine there's like a study done on rats who like push a lever and get treats or dopamine mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so always what I think about it. Um, Yes, but it's like that. So there's some critiques there. And then critiques around the, like, availability of people or the availability of sex and that making, like, connection and uh, sexual experiences or encounters, like, less important. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard anything like that. I don't ne- I don't agree with this necessarily. Mm-hmm. And I don't I totally disagree with it either. Yeah. Just, just, you know. I guess I haven't necessarily heard anything about, like, the dating apps in particular. I know I have Mm. my own opinions about them, like, Mm. with my limited knowledge. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. But um, I have been hearing about people talking about how, you know, dating apps have perpetuated hookup culture and Mm -hmm. it's starting to harm everyone, (laughs) both, Mm. um, I guess, in the hetero dating world hmm. <laughs> it's a tricky place to be in you know Ooh, i love men but it's so so hard sometimes yeah <laughs> it's difficult and that's like a conversation for a different episode yeah, also. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. um 
I think I just like I never really I never understood it for me so Mm -hmm. I think that maybe that limited me from understanding it for other people because I do Mm -hmm. know at least a couple of people who have had like successful Mm -hmm. long-term relationships from meeting people on dating apps yeah for sure and good job I guess (laughs) if that's what you were trying to do (laughs) yeah I don't really like the act of making people like playing cards or trading cards or you know just this like it's like they're just this little thing yeah. with this little blur like it a totally picture and a blur like on your phone and oh you're God. just like okay. <laughs> i could trade it or i could oh my god i have never <laughs> thought about it like that but it totally is it's just yeah. like a bunch of little fucking playing cards <laughs> yeah and because you view people like that i feel like uh you, general you obviously but me exclusively <laughs> yes, me yes. <laughs> i only absolutely <laughs> it is all your fault <laughs> you see right through me <laughs> oh, my shoulders feel heavy <laughs> <laughs> it it makes it very easy for people to not be held accountable for anything like you know being ghosted or not showing up for a date or just yeah not being people (laughs) yeah i think that is that is like a very large critique of it and i have had all of those experiences so they're all true i often wonder though why it happens Hmm. um like i said when i was younger i was much more of a terrible (laughs) person partner human weren't we all (laughs) weren't we all weren't we all um and oh yes I, well, I have something to add on that, but I want you to finish your... <laughs> oh, I, the thought will be there or not, but please oh, oh, well, I... <laughs> Please, please, please. Kind of going back to my point about how the research center was saying that mm. 28 is the prime age for getting married. Oh, right, because... okay. <laughs> yeah, interesting time. <laughs> because they studied that <clears throat> a lot happens between the ages of... 25 and 33 Mm. and before 25 your prefrontal cortex is not kicking running fire (laughs) (laughs) so basically yes uh you know your what was it ability to have more empathy for other people and be essentially a less selfish more compassionate human and i don't know congrats you can rent a car Uh, (laughs) so that's why we're like kind of shitty humans before 25 and like especially why teenagers are just like kind of like selfish motherfuckers (laughs) fair Uh, yeah yeah but at 33 we you know our plasticity changes Mm -hmm. And we're less willing to compromise and like, oh, bring in new. So oh, okay, that explains a lot on the other end too. Yeah, of being like, oh, why, <clears throat> why do people become rigid when they get older? But I didn't realize that your neuroplasticity actually like had an age that it changed at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. So <laughs> hmm, the more you know. Yeah. <clears throat> I think that makes a lot of sense. That also like makes me feel a lot better about um 
being such a shithead when I was younger. Yeah. Because, like, your brain just doesn't have the ability to not be a shithead, I know. I I mean, (laughs) and I feel like I, like, we can't discredit the mess because sometimes the Mm -hmm. mess is really necessary. And I don't think I would change a single thing like yeah (laughs) the mess is necessary and i i really like that perspective instead of being so like doom and gloom and like hard on myself or like someone being hard on themselves um of like honoring that and needing that to grow and also having all those experiences i like now know that i'm like okay like this is a good way to be human bad way how do i actually want to be versus and or versus something else and I think having those experiences really, like, paved a lot of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it does make sense, I think, age-wise. Uh, I feel like <clears throat> my brain started changing maybe around when I was, like, 26. I noticed more of a responsibility difference. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 28 now, so, you know, if anyone wants to get married, you know. <laughs> 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 um, <laughs> In two weeks, I'll be 29. So, okay. I don't know when this is coming out. Either. <laughs> like, <fuck>. Soon, hopefully. <laughs> I think you have to marry Before, me. I, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, dating apps? <laughs> dating apps. Yeah. Um, I think. <laughs> yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, no, we were there. I just, I couldn't remember. It's fine. Uh, I, um, yeah, no, it's whatever. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's just never resonated with me because I oh, mm-hmm. have always really loved that, like, and I don't know, maybe I'm just like a teen love (laughs) nut at heart (laughs) but i just love the feeling you know seeing your crush in the hallway or like seeing your crush in in class or or even like at work you know if you have a workplace but (laughs) (laughs) for for those of you that do (laughs) normies Um, and just yeah, like that kind of build up of like, mm-hmm. oh, I get to see this like person yeah. that I am gradually getting to know mm-hmm. <laughs> versus this sort of, I don't know, robotic placing of like yeah. humans, <laughs> pairing yeah. of humans. Well, that makes sense. But that's just me. I think it all depends how people use them also, yeah. right? Like I am, I don't know, I'm finding that I'm like, much more interested in monogamy and like like focusing on one person that seems to just be where I'm at currently and with the dating apps I think some people you know I'm like oh I like have met someone and then I'm like good I'm off them even if it's not like Mm -hmm. anything serious you know because I'm like oh that does it for me um (laughs) and whatever but like I think the way that people use them is and everyone's different about it so you can have a very you have people that have that very robotic experience or has that like that like ordering sex basically you know Mm -hmm. like how you order food and so that's like yeah I think that is depending on the person I think that is part of what can be sort of like frustrating with these dating apps too is that when you meet someone and y'all have different expectations yeah uh, or like experiences of how you use them Mm -hmm. that can kind of be 
the the frustrating thing about like well it's ruining relationships blah 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 but it's also like that's the the expectation thing and i that was that was kind yeah. of my thought earlier yeah. too of like yeah depends how you use it yeah and i don't sure. know why it has transformed into something that is so mm-hmm. um kind of misused or like people and I, I don't even say misused but in some ways it feels like it is because you have the people that use them and then date mm-hmm. without that respect piece and not without the like i don't know the recognition that you're actually interacting with another real human right. with real feelings and real a real life outside of your desire for them or whatever is going on mm-hmm. i think i've also just i don't know sometimes i feel like i just have gotten really lucky with mm. meeting people i guess like organically because i know that there are a lot of people who like don't have a lot of those opportunities i guess mm. and dating apps are really helpful for that yes but like everybody that i've dated i've always met you know at work or school or through a friend group or the places where you can develop these crushes on <laughs> yeah. people and pine after them, yeah, like you're exactly. just saying <laughs> or even like at a like a <clears throat> quiet little coffee shop where i like, oh, that's ask real, for your number that's but, really like, cute and really queer <laughs> I, I really love that. i'm always like where do i find my queer love and i'm like i have to go to a coffee shop yeah, right? like, <laughs> what are you reading <laughs> That's gonna say, or a library. Yeah. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. About, that too. Something well, about books, though. There's something about well. the library that makes me think it's like if if you try to talk to somebody at the gym. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> but like, for, yeah. No, know. no. I don't want people to talk to me at the library. Yeah. I would like to be clear. This library is exclusively the one that exists in my fantasy in my head. Not any real library I've ever been. In. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like a queer owned yeah. bookstore, maybe. Like, yes, yeah. yeah. not a library. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> Yes, people are getting business done at the library, <laughs> like the gym. <laughs> yeah. Definitely a lot of cute queers wherever there's coffee. <laughs> yes, I know. And that's the thing. I literally, that is, I and I, I tell this to people sometimes too, but it is on my little like fantasy, like, of like, where, 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 do, I want a girlfriend. Where do I, where do I meet her? Like, I have to go to a coffee shop, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know? And then it's like, and then, oh man, and this happens to me um, sometimes sometimes uh that i'm like oh i don't know if the barista and i are like flirting i'm like is this like friendly or is this like gay like (laughs) she's really cute like what's happening (laughs) you know and then you have this is it friendly or gay thing for a while until someone either inquires or you don't (laughs) basically (laughs) yeah yeah. it's kind of a juicy little spot to be in though to but it's also very confusing (laughs) yeah it's funny. I was. I don't. That makes me think of the other day. I went to Twin Peaks with my partner, and we definitely got like. I mean, all the women there are beautiful, but we got. I think, the hottest waitress. And <laughs> she gave me such extended eye contact like every oh time god, she came to the table so... and i was like i'm gonna tip you like 50 percent oh my <laughs> like, god it like makes my heart flutter i know i'm like nipples a little hard also <laughs> honestly because <laughs> that's also such a thing especially like with queer flirting i'm always like how much eye contact are we yeah, making like it's like one two three okay gay <laughs> gay confirmed gay confirmed <laughs> yeah it's an eye contact thing <clears throat> That's funny. I love it. I love it. We went there once. Yes, we did. Yes, okay. 
Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's the only time I've been there, actually. Uh, well, anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I feel like this is sufficiently, even though we first forgot to start the timer, I feel like this is probably sufficiently an hour. <laughs> oh, probably. Um, probably. Yeah. Yeah. But this is really cute this really is queer. really good <laughs> it's really giggly and queer and cute like, like you said in our in yeah. our instagram bio yeah it's like that's such a good description yeah, of us yeah. it's literally it's 50 percent giggling um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah um this yeah now i'm like trying to give a review of it i'm like this is really lovely i'll i would like to do it again <laughs> chat again soon <laughs> uh, love your people call my people yeah uh, <laughs> But we would also love to answer some questions if you've got any. So uh, email us at sweetbrainpodcast at gmail.com. I think DMs are also okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're cool with that? Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. We have a lot of different uh, ideas around, obviously, sex relationships. And we have been meeting and texting each other and being like what about this what about this what about this so we have all these thoughts and ideas and like would super duper love questions would love to answer them would love to like chat about topics that you find curious or want to hear us like giggle and theorize about (laughs) uh thank you for coming and listening this is really like such a beautiful little passion project i'm really happy to to be here and that you're here and you're here and everyone's here and all these babies are here (laughs) yeah let's get parasocial right away (laughs) (laughs) well anyway thanks for watching see you next week yeah see you next week it's been sweet brain podcast (laughs) bye bye This has been what has been on my mind basically all week. Um, yeah.